2015, I would say. That was, that was like long ago. That was over That's 10 years, years ago. That, <laughs> Never mind. Hey guys, welcome to the Amen Sister podcast. Thank you guys for always listening. We are very, very sorry that the podcast is late this week. We hated making it late. But. It's been a very crazy week and we apologize. But with that being said, did you guys miss us? Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Just a little bit. Even we though we're guys. Okay, so we are going to start this week's podcast off with our next icebreaker. So last week we talked about our favorite song at the moment. This week we are going to be talking about our most embarrassing fashion trend that we followed <laughs> <laughs> and thought we rocked. <laughs> okay, who wants to go first? Kira, go ahead. Oh, I started last time. Okay, I'll start. I'll go. (laughs) I'll get this one done and over with. Okay, so I was born in 1981. So during that time, it was the crazy big hair, which worked out great for me because I have naturally curly hair. Um, So by the time that I was middle school, the big hair was starting to die down. But naturally, curly hair doesn't die down even after the trend is gone. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, back then, they didn't have straighteners and all that stuff. Or if they did, I couldn't afford them. So, I had to usually straighten my hair with a curling iron. Because remember, she had such a terrible childhood. I'm the one that ate dirt. She's tripping y'all now. Shout out to Ashley Witten for feeling sorry for me. She Uh, was Dermot now. Dermot. embarrassing actually uh, shout out to ashley Derman because she actually gave me a shout out on facebook saying she felt bad that i had to eat dirt so <laughs> i love you ashley do not feed into this ashley please <laughs> but yeah so that was um my embarrassing trend embarrassing <laughs> that was embarrassing <laughs> okay so um i would have to say mine was oh my gosh this is so bad because I think it's so bad because it wasn't that long ago really it was in like 2015 I would say that was like long ago that was over 10 years ago what (laughs) never mind that was embarrassing (laughs) so I know that there are some people who can like work low rise jeans but I'm not one of those people, and, like, we are all pretty much built like our mom in the hip area, so, like... Okay, speak for yourself. I'm Travis (laughs) Hall. No, in the hip area, we all have, like, the love handles, even if we have, like, no other curve on our body. It's just, like, the love handles. Yeah. So, the low-rise jeans and just the muffin top was a big no. It It was not stylish. It wasn't cute. So, on to mine. Mine is, I feel like, the worst of anybody's. Jeez. Okay. So, in seventh grade, it was distinctly seventh grade. So, I seen it on, like, social media, because this is when social media was, like, starting to, like, really get out there. Yeah. So, I seen, like, my friends and, like, some of the kids, you know, like, those popular kids that will wear them to school, and you're like, that's actually a little cute. I'm going to try to wear that. And, no, very much not. It wasn't. So... (laughs) I made mom Bobby headbands. Lots and lots of headbands. So I could pick one one day of the week each day. And you placed them perfectly across your forehead. Right above the brow bone. And 
you would wear your hair down, you could wear it up, and it was just the headband, and it went straight across your forehead. It wasn't in your hair, it didn't do nothing for your hair, it didn't hold back your hair, it just <laughs> was something to look cute. I don't know why that was everything. It might be cute now if you wear that, I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, looking at backup pictures, it's not cute, and that's very embarrassing. I hope no one ever sees that. Compliments, though. And probably yeah. a headache. I did get a headache, and there was a red band around my head when I got really. Okay, so mine was probably, there's two that I'm really trying to decide between. But I'll go ahead and just say that I really wanted side sweep bangs. Yes. <laughs> and, like, it was really bad. Like, they would, like, but it wasn't, like, side sweeps that would just, like, sweep to the side. They were, like, attached to my forehead. Yep. <laughs> yeah, she, and also, she greased them down good. <laughs> yeah, she made like, sure they stayed. Also, I don't think it would have been so bad if you're, the part in your hair wouldn't have been like all the way on your other side of your head. <laughs> it was like to her ears. And like each like each hair had a little strain. They were all separate. Yeah. She was like, does anybody want to comb over? They might have been separate, but they moved as a whole, if you know what I mean. So, but it's always fun to look back on things you used to do. And trends change so much. Next year, we'll probably be making fun of stuff we did this year. Actually, so, next year, the things we're making fun of now will probably be back, be back in, in style. style. And if they are, I'm going to be rocking those sides. And yeah, I'll be rocking the headband on the forehead, like always. <laughs> okay, so we're going to get to our main subject today. Um, we're going to do a just a lead-in to from last week. Last week's episode, um, we talked about how to be a good Christian friend. So this week, we're going to touch base on just um, relationships in general and how to surround yourself with, you know, good godly people and the influence that our friends, our family, um, our spouses, or, um, you know, just the people that were around our coworkers, how they can influence you, whether it be good or bad. So that's what our subject is going to be this week. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but Malia did not give me a drum roll. Oh. Oh. Uh. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about who to surround yourself with. Yes. And the kind of friends you want to have around. Yes. I feel like it's such an important thing. And it's definitely not something that we should take lightly, but I feel like we kind of do sometimes. Like, you obviously can't help who you're around all the time. You can't pick who you work with or who's in the grocery store when you go in or, you know, things like that. Like, <clears throat> you can't decide who you're going to run into. And I don't think that's what we're talking about. Like, Jesus ate with sinners in the mm -hmm. Bible. You know, he loved them, and we're supposed to love. Like, no matter what somebody's life looks like, no matter the choices that they make, we're supposed to love everyone. Yeah. The point of the podcast is just to, you know, to kind of tell you that who you surround yourself with matters. Mm -hmm. Like, you are supposed to love everyone, absolutely, but you should be surrounding yourself with people who bring out the best in you. And... You know, Kiara, I'll kind of let her talk about, because she was talking about a story in the Bible that she was going to mention. I thought this was a really good one to talk about this week. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so there was a there was a man in the Bible who desperately needed Jesus' help. Um, I'm not sure where this is in the Bible. I didn't have time to look it up, but, um, but the place was packed, and they couldn't get to Jesus. So this person relied on his friends his friends literally tore the roof off of the place yeah. and lowered him down to get him to Jesus and when we talked about this I thought about that story in the Bible and it matters who you surround yourself with we need people that are going to lead us to Jesus and yeah. lead us you know <laughs> if you think about it um the way we are 
we're, we're like sponges. And whatever we're around, that's what we're going to absorb. Yeah. But like she said, Jesus ate with the sinners, but he didn't like go hang out. They He didn't go to parties with them. He, you know. He didn't sin with he them. He didn't sin yeah. with them. <clears throat> and I think that's what the point I'm trying to make is whatever you're placing yourself in, that's what you're going to absorb. If you are around friends um, that are building you up and are like-minded and they're encouraging and, you know, they encourage you to pray and read your Bible and they're praying for you, you know, you're going to absorb that. Um, you know, we're like sponges. We really are. Yeah. And I mean, whenever I think about this, like it kind of just brings me back to like whenever me and Parker first got together. I know like in the first podcast, like the girls were joking around about how like, Uh, My family really didn't like him when we first got together. And it was just, like, because Parker was so different than us in the way that, like, he didn't have the same, like, values that I had. And um, we were just living completely different lives. And it's always kind of reminded me a little bit of, like, Hosea. In the Bible, like, God wanted Hosea to go after his wife. And I think... You know, there was purpose in that. It's such a beautiful story. If you have time to read it, I definitely recommend you reading it. But, like, it's such a beautiful representation of, like, God's love for us. Because, like, we can fail him over and over and over again. And he always comes back and chases us and loves us no matter what. And um, I think that, like, having a husband or boyfriend or friend who, you know, doesn't go to church, it's definitely a very difficult thing. And I think what I would say about being in that season of life, like, even though I loved Parker, like, with everything in me when we were dating, and he wasn't in church, we didn't agree on a lot of things, I had to set boundaries. And I knew that I didn't want to lose the values that I did have. And um, my Christianity was like the most important thing to me, still is to this day. And I didn't want a boy to come along and, you know, make me lose that or lose yeah. sight of what I had worked so hard to, you know, build with Jesus. So we did have to break up a couple times. We did get into arguments because we didn't always agree on things and I wasn't willing to move from the position that I was in. I wasn't willing to give up my Christianity and it was really incredibly hard like to have those breakups. I mean, everyone in this room knew had, you know, saw me cry my eyes out over having to set boundaries with him and it was really hard, but it was also worth it because now Parker has changed so much and he saw that in me. And sometimes that does happen. I mean, you, God will draw you to somebody. Maybe they're not saved to help them. Um, but I think that God has to put that calling on your life yeah. for that person because it is also so easy for us to try to be fixers because, like, I'm a fixer. And a lot of times um, the devil will definitely instigate that and, and make you think that you can change this person. Um, and maybe they're going to be the one into that, that ends up changing you. Yeah. This is for, um, this isn't just about Christians either. Because I know we were just talking about mental health, um, a few weeks ago. And this can be even for lost people. I know that 
you guys still have friends that can influence you one way or the other. Um, You can have a friend that will talk to you about church or you can have a friend that invites you to go out and drink every weekend or whatever. And um, I'm not like coming at anybody for what they do, obviously. Yeah. Um, But you have those friends that will try to help you and try to be a good light to you. And then you have friends that were, will, um, might lead you down the wrong path or, um, so you guys need to take heed to this too and think about it. If you don't like the version of yourself that you are when you're around certain people, especially if it's people that you can choose, you know, to be around them or not, I would definitely, you know, recommend being around people who truly feed your soul and bring you closer to the right things, to the good things. Um, I know last week we were talking about, um, one of my best friends, Kelly, (laughs) I always, I'm bringing (laughs) up her again, but, um, we had been friends for a few years now and she just got saved, um, I don't know, like a month ago. Um, but I think she got saved right when she needed to, right when God wanted her to. Um, but obviously I'm not saying like I was a great friend, so that's why she got into church or whatever. Um, but I am saying that there were times where I would pray so hard for her because she did have other friends that I would notice. You were concerned yes, for her. Yes, I was worried for her, yeah. and God had put that on my heart, like, just pray for her. She'll be okay, and um, now she's listening to this now, and we worship together every Wednesday and Sunday. <laughs> so um, God can definitely work some miracles, and um, that just ties in with this week's podcast because definitely – place good people in your life yeah i'm not trying to uh shout myself out and be like i was a good friend to her so she got saved but like um i tried to be the best friend i could be and that's all that god wants you to do or that's all that you need to be yeah. we talked about that last week what you should be and what to what people should look for in a friend and that's kind of what we're doing this week a couple weeks ago i was um come up on a video and um it was a gentleman talking and he was talking about how um, he had got mixed up in drinking and drugs. And he was talking about the influence that his friends had over on him. And he said, you know, the very first time that he tasted alcohol, he was with his friends. And they were like, you know, come on, do it. You know, it's great. Everybody's doing it. And so he did because of the influence his friends had over on him. And he said the very first time that he did marijuana, he was with his friends and marijuana led into cocaine and heroin and before long was in this, you know, drug addicted life. And he realized that the people that he had surrounded himself with had caused him so much heartache. And he he said he couldn't blame them because he was had fallen into that, but definitely because he had let these people into his life, he knew that it was his fault. Um, but then he began to talk about how he ended up realizing that he got away from those friends and he made new friends. And he said the um, very first time that he realized he needed to pray, he was with his new set of friends and he didn't know how to pray and they were helping him to learn how to pray. And um, the, when he gave his heart to God he was with his friends and he said now his friends they do bible study together and they go to church together and he said there is such an impact on his life the friends that he did had before and the friends he has now and it just really um i mean it was like a wow moment you know you realize that the people that you surround yourself with they're either going to be a a positive influence or a negative influence 
And, you know, by all means, we are not saying, you know, don't be around the friends or just, you know, if you're a believer or whatever. Like Malia said, it's not even Christians that we're talking about. It can, You could be a Christian. You could be lost. The thing is, is the people that you surround yourself with need to be good people, need to be people that are going to lift you up, encourage you, um, get rid of the toxic people in your life, or they're going to lead you down a, a wrong path. Mm-hmm. You have to think back to, like your relationship with that person whether it be a friend a boyfriend a husband uh whatever it may be whatever the title is with your relationship you have to think like is this person if I stop you know drinking if I stop partying if I stop filling the blank whatever it is that you may feel like that I I shouldn't be doing this I'd like to stop this if you did stop that would that person still be around? Would that person still love you, be in your yeah. corner, want you around? And if the answer is no, then maybe it's time to reconsider, are they truly my friend? Because yeah. I think we've all had friends. Like, I know high school was a big thing. Like, you wanted to be friends with whoever had a lot of friends, whoever yeah. the popular crew was. But... The thing is, unfortunately, a lot of times the, like, popular group was into things that you shouldn't be into. And it was cool at the time to be rebellious and sneak out and do all these things. But, um, you know, me and Parker, Parker's the youth pastor at our church, and we were talking with our youth group the other day. And we just kind of talked about how different both of our high school experiences were. I was always kind of, I was the Christian girl. I kind of kept to myself. I mean, I did have friends, but um, none of them that I would call super close friends. And, you know, that followed me. I graduated high school. I I don't really keep in contact with anybody. Um, But Parker had a very different experience with high school. He did go to parties. He did, you know, all these rebellious, regular teenage things. He had lots of friends in school. And the minute that we graduated and his life changed and he did give his heart to the Lord, like, none of those friends are around anymore. None of those friends really want to hang out with him because of his differences. And, um... You know, nothing against anybody that we were friends with. Um, I still love them all. I hope they're all doing well. I would love to, you know, see them again. Um, But sometimes you just grow away from people, and that's okay. You just have to do what's best for you, and you have to realize who is going to be in your corner no matter what. Yeah. I think some friends, and I know it's probably sad to say, but... Some friends, I think God puts in your life for a season. Yeah. Like, they're not meant to be forever friends. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I think that, you know, you look back on your whole life and you you see these seasons of times that you were so close to these specific people or this specific person. And now look today and you haven't talked to them in months. Mm -hmm. Or you see their posts on Facebook and you're like, wow, we used to talk every day, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily that anything bad happened, but sometimes we drift apart from people. But I feel like sometimes that's a blessing. Like, I don't know, people come in your life when you need them at that specific season. Yeah. And I think God knows who we need to be surrounded with in that specific season. You know, there are friends that I was friends with three years ago that I don't talk to now. 
But for that season, I needed them. Not that I don't need them now or, you know, but I feel like there are just seasons where you're closer to certain people and God knows what we need. And there were people in the Bible who had to part ways sometimes, not necessarily because anything bad happened. Yeah. But, you know, it was just time to part ways. And you still wish them well and you still, you know, pray for them and things like that. But, but some people aren't meant to be your forever friend yeah. and be in your life. And those core people that are, thank the Lord for them because yeah. they're going to be there in the tough seasons and the happy seasons. And, and a lot of times those are the ones we take for granted. Yeah. The ones that have seen us through everything have been there through the good and the bad. Um, we tend to, you know, just take them for granted sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, it's very valuable to have a friend yes. who will pray for you and, and love you through the hard times. And Absolutely. Surround yourself with those people who don't kick you when you're down. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that'll help you and encourage you because... You know, I always talk, I always say that me and JD, it seems like we're not both in the valley at the same time or both on the mountain at the same time. It seems like, you know, when I'm feeling good, he's in the valley so I can help lift him up a little bit yeah. and then the vi- vice versa. So, you know, it's it's nice to have friends like that that'll be with you in both seasons and that are there with you all the time. Yeah. I've had um, two different friends like that and I think everybody has, like you have that friend that like kind of pushes you to the back burner until we talked about this last week too um but it goes right along with who you surround yourself with and they'll push you to the back burner until they need something from you or none of their other friends are wanting to hang out and then they'll text you and be like so what are you doing what are you doing this weekend and it's like you kind of just want to text back and be like you didn't want to talk to me when (laughs) y'all were having fun and going out last weekend So, but you you don't say that, and you're 99% of the time, you're like, yeah, let's hang out. <laughs> it's just like, but. you have to make sure that the people you are, like, hanging out with, spending your time with, like, the things that they are saying to you, you're taking that in, you're absorbing it, just like mom said, and you're meditating on that all day, whether you think you are or not. Yeah. Like, those people that you it surround yourself with, you. yeah, it's just like watching a TV show, or you know, listening to music, like the people that you surround yourself with do affect you and the way that you think and the way that you speak and how you handle situations. And it's so important. Do you ever notice when you're around a certain person so often that you start saying phrases that they say? Yeah. Malia. Or like whenever you're like listening she, to someone British Malia and they start talking thing, British. Like, I don't know. There is just like something she's about trendy. her. Well, she's trendy and she knows like the she's current trendy. like. No, seriously, no, like she no, can come up with y'all. the most random saying and before you know it, we're all saying it and like the neighbors are saying it. The kids riding their bicycle past in the house are saying it. Like, <laughs> like the kids no, in Sunday school will say it. And I'm like, like right now, uh, the kids in Sunday school are saying mood. Um, about things. So, like, if something happens, they'll be like, mood. And you're like, have you been around Malia? Yeah. Well, Not that she's saying bad stuff. No. But, you know, but just like the yeah, what she's saying about, to their kids. You know. <laughs> but the, I said that to say, like, if you notice sometimes, if you're hanging around someone that has bad behaviors or bad qualities, you'll start to, you'll start to that. notice yeah. that in yourself. And I've been around people before, and I try to be as happy and as joyful as I can. And I've been around people before that are so just down and so negative, and you know they just they have a terrible outlook on life. And then before you know it, I'm starting to feel down. Yeah, it yeah. rubs I'm off on you. Negative. Basically, yeah. what you're saying is you want a friend that you would not care if they rub off on you. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you would not care if you start picking up tendencies from them. Yeah. yeah. So, before you start hanging out with somebody, think... If I was to 
randomly turn into this person. Yeah. Just, <laughs> so I want to be them when I grow up. I, I got turkey, right? if, I was, if I was to turn into this person for a day, would I want to do that? Yeah. <laughs> like, not because you want to see how they live or whatever, but like, you will pick up tendencies, you will pick up phrases, you'll pick up things that they do because that's somebody you hang out with. You're How evaluating you? who you're around. Relationships yeah. in general. Yeah. Any relationship. Whenever I was in high school, I had a specific point whenever I was in, like, a free period. And some of my friends that I had at that time um, just randomly started asking me questions about my beliefs and everything. And um, they were just kind of, like, laughing at it, um, kind of making fun of it. And... I got really upset, and I kind of just stormed out, um, you know, as soon as class dismissed. And from that moment on, I just kind of was like, are these really the people that I want to choose to surround myself with? Mm -hmm. Like, not that you don't wish them the best, not that you don't want them to change, not that you don't love them, but you have to think, is this benefiting me in any way? Like, is this making me a better person, me a better Christian? Is this making me love myself is this, like, affecting me in a good way? What am I benefiting from being their friend? Yeah. Not that you are with someone just to get things, or but, like, are you personally growing from being their friend? And if the answer is no, then pray about it and, and look for things and, you know, have a talk, sit down and just think, truly think about it. Do I need to reconsider who I'm hanging out with, who I'm spending my time with? Think of it this way. If you're hanging out with a friend or if they this friend texts and is like, hey, do you want to hang out this weekend? And you're like, oh my gosh, yes. Like, I love when I hang out with this person. Those are the kind of people you, that you want to be around. If when this person texts, you're like, oh my gosh, I really don't want to. Or if you end up hanging out with them and all you can think about all day long is you can't wait to just get home and be able to be away from them for a while... You know, those are the type of friends that you probably should distance yourself from. Yeah. I know um, one thing that it took me a long time to to get over or to look past, I guess, is I've had friends in the past that were, like, really, really great friends. And this kind of falls back on what Kiara said, you know, about the seasons of life. You know, you'll have some friends. And during the some periods of my life, I had friends that were, like, great um they were there for me through hard times um you know when I lost my dad I had a friend that was there you know for me and it was just really I I was so thankful but then it seemed like you know after that I felt like this person became really negative a lot of times and I felt like I was in turmoil a lot and I wanted to just kind of end that friendship but there was something inside of me that was just like, you know, she's done this. Yes. It's like she was so good to you and you can't just walk away from that friendship. You've been friends forever. And it was just like I kept a friendship with this person just because they were good before to me. Right. And you almost feel like you have to be their friend forever because they've been there for you through things. But the yeah. thing is, is like never feel guilty like you know never let anybody guilt you into having a friendship with them or a relationship right. with them you know this could be a spouse a husband wife whatever it is um boyfriend girlfriend there should not be any guilt there whatsoever yeah. never let somebody manipulate the situation to where you feel like you know they make you feel like you owe them something because right. that is just toxic in itself and you're never going to grow from that situation 
Well, I think we are going to go ahead and wrap up here. It's been a really good episode. I feel like we got a lot of things out there, some Mm -hmm. scripture, a lot of points made. It's so funny that mom was just talking about that because I was actually just thinking about like you like shouldn't feel guilty for putting what's best for you first because you do have to, you know, care about yourself. And if anyone makes you feel guilty for doing that, then they're probably not a good friend. I think all of our episodes are starting to, like, tie in. Yeah. Like we talked about last week, what you should be as a friend than the week before, mental health, and it all just comes together this week. Um, talking about under who, the same umbrella. Yeah, who you should surround yourself with because that will reflect how you are, and it kind of just ties in because, like we said, long story short, if you're around a negative friend who does negative things, you're going to be negative. Yeah. If you're yeah. around a positive friend who does positive things, you're going to be positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just something that um, we hope you guys take from the last few episodes we've had over the weeks. Yeah. Believe it or not, the friends you surround yourself will influence your mental health. Yes. I mean, it really will. Yes. And before we end, we just want to say, first and foremost, the very best friend that you could ever have is Jesus. The Bible Amen. says he is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And it is so true. He is the one, you know, it's so easy to go gossip to your friends, to go you know, vent to your husband or whoever it may be, but Jesus will not tell your secrets. Yes. He is, has an open ear 24 seven. Yes. He never loses service, always open. And so just, if you have something that is burdening you down, just take it to him and he is always listening. But So maybe you haven't talked to him in a while. Maybe you haven't prayed in a while. And we want to encourage Maybe you Maybe you've never prayed. Yeah. And I want to encourage you today to not be afraid to give it all to him. Amen. No matter how far you feel like you've gone or if you feel like you feel back, you know, he's always there with open arms. That's he's right. the best friend that we can ever have. Mm-hmm. And I encourage you today that there is a reason you're listening to this podcast right yep. now. Yeah. And if you feel like there's something that you have in your heart that you just want him to take, or you want good friends, or you want to be, you know, where you used to be, or you want a relationship, you've never had a relationship with Jesus, you've never known um, His goodness and His grace, we invite you today to pray to Him, and to give it all to Him, and He will literally transform your life. You will see it. Mm -hmm. And He's here with open arms to take you in. We're always here if you need a message, or... Yes, if you don't know how to pray. Or if you want us to pray for you, if you just need a friend to talk to we're always, you guys can text us. I know all of us have Facebook Messenger, a couple of us And we have Instagram. gotten um, messages from a lot of the mm-hmm. people listening. We're very thankful for the people that yes. have reached out and yes. kind of, you know, ask for prayer or give us feedback or um, give us topics. Um, the Bible and the, the parable of the prodigal son, um, the prodigal son left and... When he came back, the father was standing there looking for him, waiting on him. And he hugged him and put a robe on him, and and Jesus will do the same to you. And just like any good friend, they will stick with you through the good, the bad, no matter what has happened. Um, When you come back and you, you know, talk it out, a good friend is going to accept your apology and hug your neck, and you're going to go one like nothing happened. And Jesus is just like that. He'll never bring anything up from your past. He loves you and wants what's best for you. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you guys. We love you guys. We're praying for you. Yes. See you all next, or talk to you next week.